Ruby. Hey. Hey, guess what? <laughs> hey, guess what holiday it is today? What holiday is it today? It's Halloween. Wait. Halloween? Hello. November? It's November? Dang it, that throws off the whole plan I had for this episode. We we're going to review two horror movies, and it was going to be Halloween-themed like we did last year. Whatever happened to that? Too bad. We move forward. It's November, one of the best months of the year. Actually, that's such a lie. I hate November. <laughs> Absolutely kind of a lie. That was a white lie, let's that just was. say. Well, you know what's not a white lie? What? It's another ap- episode of the Gavin and Ruby Go to a Movie Podcast. Yes. Yes, uh, it is. Slade. You know. And, 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 um, yeah. Here we are <laughs> in the, the month of November. Yes. A grand little month. No, I actually Terrible don't. Month, I don't hate man. November that much. I'm a November Because now hater. I can start getting into my Christmas little mood. Yeah, but that's, like, halfway through for me, at least. Yeah. Like, I kind of get, I get, like, I gotta, like, go down a second. Like, yeah. No, I get that. Recuperate. November. It's my mom's birthday. Oh, awesome. So we turn up. Yeah. My mom's birthday's in December. So no way. Yeah, and so is mine. Yeah, I know. Wow, okay. What so else is I'm November? just on the Thanks precipice of, like, not, or greatness, but it, it's just, yeah. like, ugh. Like, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't care too much about it. I don't, I don't feel an intense attachment to Thanksgiving. No, or food in general. I kind of hate food. Oh, That's okay. a great lie. Reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, no, but there's some good. It's good movie season. It's like it's yeah. Oscar movie season in like November. Um, Priscilla is out. Mm-hmm. The Holdovers is coming out soon, which I'm super excited for, and. Um, ton of other good movies i mean i i went to a film festival in october which we haven't talked about i'll talk about it's been a while yeah groovy news i think we'll have a pretty lengthy one today okay lots to yap about um but yeah kind of missed the mark on the doing the horror movies yeah (laughs) but i think it's fine and we can still talk about these yeah of course. Of course. We both watched both of these movies like a while ago. Oh, it's really rough. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Like we saw Psycho together a while ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to pull it out from my the back of my brain. The back of your noggin? Yeah, you know. As will I. Because I honestly, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll hop, we'll jump right in. We'll jump right Let's in. jump. <laughs> this is what? another reason why we've been off. I've been out of commission because my voice has been she so She actually bad. has. Oh my god, I saw her the other day, and she sounded like a rusty old train engine. Thanks. <laughs> like Thomas with some rust. Yeah, see, that I can't even be offended by that, because it's true. It is absolutely true. But I'm recovering true. now. Now I feel like I'm She's on the up back. and up. You know, always. Yeah, and oh, I should say, we're in person Ooh, mm-hmm. for this episode again. Hey, 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 you know, we were all having a little streak, and then we fell off. We did fall off for like two. Or no, we for one episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really but, fell off. But we've got a... We've got, we're going to do one more normal episode for next week, and then we have a special episode, which we'll keep under wraps, okay. like you care. Right. Everyone's on the edge of their Everyone's seat. Everyone's on right the edge now. of their seats. They don't know what's coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so we're in person. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Ruby? 
nice little cup of water water from the gavin layman household oh yeah and then just around i'm drinking water from the gavin layman household in my water bottle though because i'm classy like that wow that's crazy can you can (laughs) this is just a random idea what if we started what if we started buying water bottles for like friends houses so when you ever you come over you have your water bottle there oh like your designated like water bottle Wait, kind of good. Kind of good. That is also kind of a waste because they probably have. That is like an Emmett idea from like like a movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like the double decker couch, like you're sitting there, but the feet are hanging. I still think that's a good idea, though. I think it's a good idea, but the feet. You just have to sit. No one would be on the bottom. Maybe there's a guardrail. Or like a a little (gasps) thing like outwards, you could rest your feet on it, so your feet would like you'd be like a parallel line. Yes, but then the shadow. Or maybe or, but then it's not really double deck because it's like just like not directly over. I don't know. It is double decker. It's like couch, we could debate about couch. this all day. Yeah, I really could. I feel strongly about this. Okay, I'm I'm happy for you. Yep. However, I do not care in the slightest. No, I <laughs> I care. Beyonce. Okay. Yes. Hey, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. We were just talking about that song. Such a good song. Everyone who's <laughs> like one person who was listening to this, go listen to I Care by Beyonce. Yeah. It's so good. There's one person who has not heard this song. Yeah. Everyone's heard I Care for Beyonce, I feel like. I would hope so. I would hope so. Anyway. Psycho. Mm, yes. <laughs> Psycho. 1960, Psycho. I believe. Yeah, I have no idea. Who directed it though, Ruby? Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, he did. Yes. Just a pop quiz. <laughs> Psycho. Try yes. To catch me. Yeah. Came out 1960. 1960. And okay. the reason why I picked Psycho all those, like a month ago almost, was, <laughs> was because they were shown it at the terrace. And mm. also it's a classic. Mm-hmm. And also Ruby had not seen it. Yes. On that note. <laughs> in the theater. No, no. We th- oh, what? Am I, am I spoiling? No. Oh, no, 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 no. In the theater, there's a nice little intro by one of the film professors here. And he from asked. From College of Charleston. From College of Charleston. And he asked. I had no idea. They didn't even advertise it. He no. He just walked out and I was like, yeah. who is this guy talking Yeah, about? and then but my then, dad was like pals with him. It was crazy. That was crazy. Small world. But he asked if anyone had not seen the movie before. And I was, in fact, the only one who had not seen it before. But, you know, there's a first time for everything. So. She didn't even know the twist, which I feel like is such a common, I do not know the twist. like, thing to know. I'm and just pop culture. Well, I'm uncultured. I did realize once the shower scene came on, I was like, oh, I have seen that before. This shower scene, but, like, not the twist. The, not twist. the twist is almost as iconic, I think. Well, my bad. And obvious. But, okay. I mean... I think everybody who's watched this movie past maybe 1980 mm-hmm. has prob most, like 90% of the people, have gone in knowing the twist. Well, I'm just different. But you're different, and I that's know. a good experience to, and we can talk about what you were thinking during the movie. Yeah. But Psycho is directed by Alfred Hitchcock. I think this is our second time doing a Hitchcock movie on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Rear Window, yeah. which is so, a bit of no. a heated debate between us. Yeah, it's probably our... This is Gavin's worst opinion. Not the worst, but Not the worst opinion. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty bad one. <laughs> but I just, you know, it's a good movie, but it's not anything great or special. Like Vertigo I, is. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Okay, well, you gotta watch Vertigo then. They were also showing Vertigo, but we didn't get oh, the chance right. to see that one. Right. So, Psycho, 1960, which is pretty late into Hitchcock's career after... 
the 40s and 50s making banger after banger after banger. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, he wanted to adapt this book into, into the movie. And he did in 1960. He kept the black and white, the black and white around, super intentional, and um, yeah, it's one of the most iconic horror movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Ruby had no idea that the twist was. No. And you know what? We'll talk about it. Like you know the twist. I think. Okay. Because I think most people do. Do they? Do they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I try to defend myself, but no, they probably do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defeat on that one. Absolutely, yeah. because it's so iconic. But why don't you introduce the plot? Oh of no. Psycho. Okay. So I don't remember anyone's name. Wait, I really need a reference for this. Norman there... Bates. Yes. Actually, I don't. I couldn't tell you the main character's name either. The main girl. The it's like Mar- Marilyn. No. What is this movie called? Psycho. <laughs> She's going to Letterbox. I'm reading the description. Yeah, the the star is Christian Bale. Oh wait, it is Marion Goddard. It is Marion. Yes. There you go. When Lars oh, she's just Sinus, reading verbatim. Anyway, a real estate clerk Marion Crane goes on the lamb with a wad of cash. The and lamb, hopes... a limb. Can you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> and hopes of starting a new life, she ends up at the notorious Bates Motel where manager Norman Bates cares for his housebound mother. Mmm. Mm. disaster ensues. And disaster does ensue. It gets a little crazy. Yeah, so we'll talk about this um, from a you-know-the-twist perspective. Okay. And I'm sorry to any anyone who that excludes Ruby in the past, um, but I, I think you know it. You know it. So, yeah, this is a horror movie. It has one of the most iconic horror movie scenes ever, the shower Mm -hmm. scene. And I think Hitchcock, he, 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 I don't think, I don't think before this he made a true horror movie. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really just thrillers. And obviously this has thriller aspects to it. But I find that to kind of be the weakest part of the whole thing. Hmm. Um, But I think when he's doing the, the like ooh ooh stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and not the hmm. What, 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 what like? <laughs> not sure if I'm fully following, but okay. All yeah. the yapping in this movie, they could There's cut. There's not that much yapping. There's a little too much yapping when? in this movie, at especially near the end when they start talking to the detective and stuff. Like I just don't care. Like all the interactions when this main character um, is at the Bates Motel. That's all interesting. Mm-hmm. Everything at the Bates Motel is interesting. Everything outside of it. That's fair. Boring. I wasn't never bored though. I kept oh, maybe because it was my very first time watching sure. it. So and I after it, hearing that introduction, I was like, oh, I really have to invest myself in this. But but it was just uninteresting. I feel like because it's just these characters. I never really besides maybe the main girl because they give her a little more development. But in the latter half of the movie, which mm-hmm. a very groundbreaking aspect of this movie, the leading lady dies halfway through the movie Mm -hmm. maybe even a little under halfway Mm -hmm. i don't care about like any of the characters in the second half i feel like that's kind of who's the other the other couple it's like they both worked at or they were her friends or something yeah no i agree i care less about them than and they're just really uninteresting i i don't think the writing really does it 
any justice. But those scenes with Norman Bates mm-hmm. and Marion, Marion, Marion the librarian from Music Man. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> when they're talking, that's the most interesting part of the movie. Right. And when you're kind of like on the edge about is this guy killer or not were you on the edge about that i was a little on that because he's so weird he's so did you think he was the killer yes yes but not in the way that it was played out yeah no i knew there was definitely something off about him i'm not that bad because he's his demeanor is just so like weird the whole time that you have to catch on like oh something is up with this yeah him and his famous hobby Yoga? Yeah. <laughs> no, I said gardening. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not that much better. We right. could talk about that on Groovy News. Oh, yeah. Maybe. God, it was so much to report. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's all very interesting. Anyway, yeah. I, th- I think the film, the technical aspects are very impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the most iconic, like, uh, title sequences of any movie with the sliding, the jutting oh, sides yeah, 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 yeah. each other, but it kind of gets a little bit off. Yeah. Saul Bass did that. Ah. Thank you, Foundations of Animation. Yes. Um, about yeah, the only no. thing I learned. Actually, I knew that name before, though, oh. so I didn't even so learn that know. much okay. at all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, one of the most iconic opening sequences of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's the same thing with Rear Window. I think the thing that shines the most is the filmmaking for me. Okay. I find that's the most interesting part of the movie, the angles and the way the camera moves and frames things. I find that's the most interesting part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's where you create the most tension, and that's where Hitchcock gets the tension from. Same thing with Vertigo and how things are framed and the height, because she gets she's like afraid of heights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the most interesting part of the movie, because without that, you kind of got this stale uninteresting script i feel like i don't think interesting okay i can't i will say i came out from this viewing liking it less really than i did before i think that's as maybe wild. a 12 year old 11 12 10 something around there okay 10 11 or 12 when i first watched this movie right i just found it kind of banal not banal because that's really insulting but just nothing about the hunt for the killer is interesting. And maybe it's only because I know who it was, who it is. Yeah. As a first-time viewer, I was pretty interested. I was invested. I wanted to end because I was just clueless to the twist, too. That's so stupid. Was, <laughs> that is so silly. No, it's not stupid. It is stupid. But <laughs> I, but I, I think it, like I was invested. I was curious. And it worked for me. Maybe that's something that you lose if you watch it repeatedly or even just more than once but yeah but people keep coming back to it i mean like people in the theater considering i was the only one that hadn't seen it yeah. people still want to see it like, i repeatedly. think it's because of that filmmaking i think really? that's what makes it interesting is how it looks i mean that's true and, and the i like i love the i love everything with the opening protagonist and her journey to, on, on the way mm-hmm. to the bates motel and the cop following her like that's all interesting and the the technical aspects there are interesting. And the script is interesting there, too. Because you're not working with all this filler, flabby dialogue. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it just... I completely kind of drop off an in interest. Really? And that second... I half. was interested. I'm happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think I feel always more interested, like, in the actual theater, too. And his introduction, like... I liked it a lot. It was, I liked the introduction, too. And I feel like that made me 
want to pay attention more than I would have. Yeah. I don't think you have to pay that close attention to see what Hitchcock is doing there and how yeah. he frames. And I mean, the framing of when he's in the taxidermy scene of right. him and his animals and emphasizing, like, right. book of, he has a passive killing things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's right there. It's telling you right there, but you don't realize it right. until you get the twist. But, like, I love all that stuff, but, you know, just everything else kind of sucks. And one thing I dislike about this movie, too, and I disliked it actually the first time I watched it, was how they talk about his, like, in the most on-the-nose way. At the end of the movie, they're like, here's why Norman Bates, he acts like his mother. And it's like, he, it's a psychoanalysis. And I mean, that was a huge thing back in the 60s, but, like... It just feels so overdone mm-hmm. now, and it's such a trope to be like, oh, look at the psychoanalysis. He, you can't blame Norman Bates. You can only blame his mind. Yeah. Whatever. Like, we're kind of past that. And it kind of... I'm not that interested in that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure for the time, no one was like, here's like the actual reason why they kill people. They were just like, look at these vicious killers but they're like this guy can't help it and that's that's the most terrifying thing about it is this guy could be anyone you know but not really (laughs) i don't think many you know with did or whatever are doing it to this extent (laughs) yeah kind of an over glorification but for the time it was kind of woke and and groundbreaking i think but yeah it's kind of annoying now but i'm fine with it considering the time it was released but i don't think that holds up yeah, no, I agree. I think it makes sense for the time. But I mean, that the look he gives at the end, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. The look he gives at the end is is very uh, haunting. It is. I think. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say? Yeah, I don't know. You just kind of cut me off, so now I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Um, oh, the ending, yeah. I think it's, if you think about the time, it's fine, but... I feel like it's trying to over like looking at it through the modern lens, it might be trying to over explain a little bit too much. Like just let that's something we always say in writing is just like let sorry not to be like, actually but <laughs> in writing no, go ahead. like n- not trying to sum it up too much at the end. Like just let the reader or in this case the viewer piece it together themselves. Like you don't need to be told that yeah it was all like his mind. I know like, and you I can think, figure that out. And I think the. The, even the scenes before when they're trying to figure out who he is and what's going on, where mm-hmm. they these killers, they over-explain it, too. They're like, here's yeah. all the history, duh, 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 not showing you. Right. When the movie is showing you stuff, mm-hmm. like the framing of the animals and whatever, the, the taxidermy, that's when it's the most interesting, and mm-hmm. that's when it's the most engaging, because you're unsure of what's going on. But when they're like, duh, 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 here's what I care about, here's what I care about. Right. I couldn't care less. But I, but I still think the core filmmaking, and most of the movie happens at the Bates Motel. It sounds mm-hmm. like there's all this dialogue, but most of it happens at the Bates Motel. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, I forget the actor's name, but the Norman Bates performance. Iconic. It's really good, yeah. Influential. Mm-hmm. You know, love that love that performance. And the lead lady, the, the, the first leading lady. Yeah. She's very Marianne. good. And she's a flawed character. Yeah. Too. I go crazy. A flawed character and they <laughs> and they absolutely they absolutely <laughs> sorry they absolutely um 
intended. I th- it's absolutely intentional because you get invested in her character. Or at least I, I get invested in her character. Yeah, I was. And her struggles and her running away. She's gonna get caught, and then midway through, it's like, right. oh, gotcha. I actually didn't know she was gonna die. I knew the shower scene, but I didn't know that that resulted in her death. Yeah. Exactly. Well, isn't that so good? Wasn't that stabbed. effective? Yeah, it was. Because I so was like, that, wait, she's dead. Like, and it changes the framing of the plot. Yeah. Really well. No, it does. I've seen when I saw her in the shower. I was like, oh, this looks familiar. But I thought that <laughs> she just like got stabbed and then recovered, but she did not recover. And I feel like that's good. Like it. Well, like, oh, if you wait. had the chance to stab someone in the shower, <laughs> what is I'll leave little... them. They yeah. got out. Oh, no. No, just but yeah. to surprise them and then, you know. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. But it's, it's that... It's that fear that the movie is really trying to pry at. Is that mm. that vulnerability that the, the movie says we all have? That could be mm. you because this guy is just like any other guy. Right, right. He puts right. on this like ordinary face, but then you can tell there's something like underlying. Mm. And that's and that's the vulnerability as a symbol in the shower and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean that great shot of the eye. Oh the yes, in the drain. Oh. See, that's when it's at its best, not... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to do. He's... He, she's dead. Why are we going to find him? Let's go find him. Let's go check this place. Da, da, da. Yeah. No, I agree. It's it can be a bit too kind much of plotting. Sometimes. Yeah. But, I mean, still a classic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Creepy. I'd st- yeah. stay. Did it hold up for you? Yeah. I think so. I was creeped. Were you creeped out? <laughs> a little what is, what yeah. is the scariest horror movie you've seen? Probably... Um, man, I actually Benny's video, The Shining. I'd... See, everyone says that movie's terrifying. Um, that... The Shining is terrifying to me. Yeah, I know. And you like it more than me. I do. I love that movie. I um... find it endlessly fascinating, but so flawed, because I don't care about whatever his name is. Scatman Crothers. Who? <laughs> What's his name? The guy, the cook, Well, if the you chef. can't even remember his name, then... No, it'll come to me. I know I'm a the Scatman chef. Crothers. No, that's fair. He's... N- unnecessary God, and the whole concept of the, sh- the shine is unnecessary too but I, thank you okay <laughs> but that's that's very different we've already talked about that yeah on the go check out our, what what movie did we do with it creep yes oh god i forgot about that movie. i don't know what the scariest horror movie would be the house of jack Phil, but i didn't watch that in parts that's not a horror movie though i would say i think it's, it's just horrifying like a- to me uh, there's some scary parts to it, but it's not yeah. a horror movie. It's more of a like a weird, like thing. a nice little family friendly adventure. Yeah, yeah, family friendly. He was very friendly with his family when he shot them. All right, yeah, and with his deer. Anywho, yeah, the I don't know what the most terrifying would be. Definitely not Psycho, but I like this type of horror where it's like, it's creepy, but it's not like I'm not gonna die. Like it's not. I can watch it with my eyes open. I don't have to. If I can sense a little something coming, if I can sense a little jump scare in the air, a little. Something I don't have to... FNAF hardly had any jump scares. Really? <laughs> I'll say that. I heard it's on Peacock now, so I might have to give it a little stream. I don't think you need to. I really? I feel like I'm missing it. out on I don't think you'll enjoy culture. it in the slightest. Really? I, I won't. People will, people say it's camp, but it's not even good enough to be camp. Really? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. I don't have too many other thoughts about this movie. Me either. Um, I really, I'm glad to have seen it, because I was really embarrassed that... I can check one off my list of movies I'm really embarrassed that I've never seen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I liked it. I agree with what you said about the dialogue. It can feel a little... Plotting. Yeah, for sure, sometimes. But I think overall, 
Mm-hmm. All the filming stuff was good. Great filmmaking. And I was invested in the plot. I wasn't bored during this. There you time. go. Yeah. Well, I'll give it an eight out of ten, closer to a seven. Okay. Than a nine, which is, feels very blasphemous. Before I would have given it a ten. Really. Before I rewatched wow, it, actually, about- down two points. I really didn't like the die. I thought it was so boring. Also, I will say our screening had some weird technical glitches. Oh, and Taylor me. Swift. I completely forgot. <laughs> I don't know how we haven't mentioned that. Talk about it. Yap about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was actually kind of enjoying it, to be okay. honest. I know you were talking about it afterwards, like, oh, it was so annoying. Was really I think annoying. it was kind of nice. You could. So, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie was playing full blast, and you could. Really, hear you could it. really hear it. Like it wasn't just like a soft little. Uh, and it was like one of the first days it came out. Yeah, no, it in was in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, it was loud, like word for word. I could, I actually felt like such a little swifty. I was like, oh, I know the song, but um, probably not in the right, probably not the right environment to be. But I thought it was kind of fun, like oh, yeah, she's one of the like people in the dragging her dead body, and it's like. Love song by Taylor. So like <laughs> it's kind of cute. Someone walked out. Someone walked out in our theater. And was like. We need to tell him to turn it down. No, we need to tell him to turn it no! down. No! I was hyped. I kind of wish, I'd genuinely, at some points I was like, wow, I wish I could hear it a little better. Because I feel like it's kind of fun. I feel like Hitchcock would understand. No. But it's fun to have a little. Because there was, sometimes it would fit the plot so well. Like, there was, it was, look what you made me do. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. This is exactly how it's meant to be. But it was a little distracting. Well, sometimes. Hitchcock, and this I learned this from the guy's speech. Mm-hmm. He shut down the theater when the movie started. Oh right. Had, oh, so he definitely would not have he appreciated. He would that. not have appreciated that. But I appreciated it. I thought it was kind of fun. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Of course. But what do you give it? Oh, what do I give it? I would give it a nine out of ten. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because I'm different. Yeah, than you know, <laughs> I really I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. Next year. <laughs> Next year? Maybe. Maybe that'll be my yeah, little Halloween. It's out of season. Yeah. I know. Now I feel like I can't I can't watch it anymore. Now it's November. Now I gotta move to Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and Yeah, it's kinda of the only November. And movie. Addison Ray's Thanksgiving. Oh, the only movie that matters. The only movie that matters. Of my course. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> not excited for that movie. I will not be watching. Uh, I might. I kind of support my queen. She's your queen? No, she's <laughs> not. She's not. I don't think anyone cares about them. Now. I feel kind of sad. Ray. They kind of all fell off. Like her, Charlie D'Amelio. Charlie D'Amelio. I used Dude, to love the D'Amelio show is so funny, though. Because oh. I've talked to you about this, I think. I think so. But I haven't talked about it on the podcast. The D'Amelio show, I, I watch it actively. Oh. And I find it really interesting. Okay. Because... It's like the Kardashians have got go- stuff going on in their lives. No the Demilios, nothing. It's true. Nothing. But they try and really like force content right. out of it. And she can't act either. She right. can't act like she's really upset about these things. Besides fake crying. It's just like, it's endlessly fascinating. And yeah. terrible. Terrible yeah. show. But it's... I watch it actively. Okay, I'm glad it has one supporter. <laughs> Just me. Yes. If Charlotte Miller has a thousand fans, I'm that one. I'm one of those fans. If she yes. has ten, I'm one. Oh, if she has goes. one, I am that one fan. Yes. She no, has none. that's a little honey. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Is that still tea? No. Okay. <laughs> that's old. You gotta stay with the culture. Maybe I'll try and keep up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next movie. This was yes. quote unquote Ruby's pick. What happened to where I needed to pick it? I don't even remember. Wait. What was it before? Oh, it was the Wes Andersons. Oh. Oh, and then we did the Wes Andersons, though. But no, because we were going to do true stories. 
I see. <laughs> One day, Oops. and it's a, that's a good movie. Yeah. I'll spoil that right now. That's a good movie. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Anyway. Corpse Bride, 2005, 2005, <laughs> yes. directed by Tim Burton. Right. No. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yes. I'm the other one up. is... Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. That's that's Henry Seth. Okay, yes. But this one's directed that by Tim Burton and it shows. Um <laughs> Okay. And uh it's stop motion. Mm-hmm. Um in the same vein as Nightmare Before Christmas and Frankenweenie which we did last year, which is also directed by Tim Burton. Uh-huh. And you can tell that. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> uh I, I I love this movie as a kid. Yeah. Not a kid, but like a ten year old because I was before I was ten years old, no horror movies like ever. Yeah. And then I watched Coraline and my life changed. 16 years old. <laughs> no <laughs> There you go. Out. There you go. Uh-huh. You're learning. Okay. I'm getting there. Go on, enlighten us on the plot. <laughs> what plot there is. Um, I don't know. You tell us. <laughs> got this guy named Victor. Mm-hmm. And it's in the 18th century or something, 19th century. 19th century, I think. Mm-hmm. 1800s. Victorian England. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's getting married off to this girl... And it's like a forced marriage between the families. But he keep, he's a clumsy little guy. He's a clumsy little guy. And he's awkward and he's shy. And he he messes up at the wedding practice. And he runs mm-hmm. into the woods, practices his vows, puts his ring on like a stick. Mm-hmm. But the stick looks like a hand and it comes alive. And now they're married. He's married to this girl who got killed by her, um, what is it called? Not spouse, but like soon to be. Was it called? Fiance. Fiance. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It just really left my brain. He got murdered by her fiance. Uh-huh. And she wants to stay with him, but he wants to get back to the real world because he was kind of liking this girl. Right, right. So that's a basic plot synopsis. And I went into this like thinking, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's Corpse Bride. Yeah. <laughs> Do not let Marin listen to this episode. If you are listening, do not tell Marin to listen to this episode. Is she a big fan? Yes. I'm a fan. Are you not a fan? I disliked it this Aww. time. Period. You're just a hater. You fought on, on, on. You used to like it, but you didn't I like it. I used to really like it, and I didn't so like it. So same thing with. Okay. But I like Psycho. I know you like Psycho. I don't but like it Corpse Bride now. Seriously? Why? Okay. So here's my thing. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Me and Ruby rewatched that in the theaters. The other day. Yes. Was it on Halloween? No. It Maybe was, a day I before. before. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. And that is one of the, like, the best movies ever. It and is I, really it, good. And directed by Henry Selleck, the vibe is all there. Corpse Bride? I don't know. First thing, I think it kind of looks a little ugly. Really? And I'll be honest, I, 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 I think the black and white city... Like, it was definitely an aesthetic choice, and I mean, that's very Tim Burton, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of looked ugly and bland. Everything felt very flat interesting. and interesting. I think the camera movement was uninteresting. The most interesting-looking thing in this movie is the underworld, mm-hmm. because it's all colorful compared to the real world, which is, I guess, a metaphor for something, mm-hmm. maybe. But I, I just... 
<clears throat> okay, so what did you think? <laughs> I, 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 we can go bit by bit, but what did you think? Okay, yeah, it was my first time watching it. And I kind of, I liked it. I didn't love it. I wasn't over the moon like, yes, this is my movie. But I thought it was good. I I thought the look of it was cool. It was definitely like, it was grayer than I expected. But yeah. It was... And I'm down with Tim Burton's styling, right. obviously. I mean, I love like, I love Frankenweenie. Yes. Actually, I don't love that movie. That's like a six out of ten. But this really? is Oh, I actually kind of love Frankenweenie. I, I, well, I, I enjoy the aesthetic of that one more. Mm. I think it might also because be because of the... Um, aspect ratio. If I'm remembering correctly, I that see. one was in like four by three. I'm gonna oh, check yeah. that. Yeah, I remember. That was four by three. <laughs> was it? No, okay. I, well, I'm gonna check that right now, and you'd say why you liked it while I check. Okay, I liked it. I couldn't really tell you why, but I thought the plot was kind of like I was interested by it. I truly did not know anything about it. Watching it, I just watched it, and then but then I was like, oh, it's kind of embarrassing actually. But there's they would drop some quotes. In it and I was like, oh my god, I've heard that before what on quotes? like TikTok. Oh yes. A toast, to Emily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. the bridesmaid, never, never the bride. bride. I was like, oh my god, I've seen like a Spotify playlist named that before, but that. See, that's one thing about this movie. Yeah. I like. I love all that, all those TikTok sounds and stuff. Yeah. Just because I'm like, yeah, that hits. Yeah. But in the movie, it's all just kind of shallow. And one note and kind of hollow. I think there's a couple really good scenes in mm. there, but no subtlety for about 50 minutes of an 80 minute movie, or maybe even 78 minute. Let mm. me check that right now. It is really short. It's really short, which, which I is love. good. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah, 77 minutes, and yeah. about 50 of those minutes are just really hollow. I, I think. To get back to my black and white criticism, mm-hmm. I think they should have just made it in black and white. Because uh, yeah, it true. just looked really washed out instead of kind of grim and interesting. Um, just should have made the outside sections in black and white. And then maybe had the color of puppets there. Mm, okay. When the, the dad come back. And I think that would have been interesting. Yeah. Hard to accomplish, but I think it would have been interesting. Because um, mm-hmm. Frank William is completely in black and white. White and not in a four by three aspect ratio. Oh, I just checked. Shoot, I, was I think wrong. It, I think it's a it's completely black and white and it goes for the style of those sixties right. monster movies. Right. Um, but this just kind of kind of bland, very hollow, like a skeleton. Mmm. <laughs> I see. Um, but it, it it's it's like trying it's going through all the Tim Burton story beats. Mm-hmm. Of look at these silly little white people, you know what I mean? And like look at th- they're really. They got, they got, like it, it's hitting all the beats, but not well. Not any doing anything interesting, like Edward Scissorhands, for example. That's probably, probably, maybe his second or third best, and that's like really where his style is at his peak. With, and that's obviously live action. But I think he's kind of following that like template, like the Tim Burton template, mm-hmm. and just. Kind of like, meh. it's like it feels AI generated a little bit. Like, Ooh, that's give, cool. yeah. give me a Tim Burton plot. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Shoot. <laughs> I I don't know, but there was also scenes. I I I kind of I, I'm I was interested because I guess I was looking at a more analytical. I was interested between the dynamic of um, Victor and um, the bride's name, Emily no, or Victoria, no, the one who's dead. Emily. Emily. Yeah. I was interested in their dynamic because mm-hmm. that's an interesting concept. Like, she wants to 
obviously be with him even though she doesn't even know him mm-hmm. and that like eternal longing like that's an interesting idea but it's it's explored better in tiktok edits damn i'll be honest <laughs> shot after it's shot. kind of scathing yeah. but because there's nothing there about her like really feeling that loneliness and dealing with it until one scene one really good scene where they play piano it's oh, the best yeah. scene in the movie it's true far and beyond the best scene in the movie because mm-hmm. that actually it's subtle mm-hmm. it's not just bah, like here's the da, 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 and it feels so rushed mm-hmm. and just empty and I, yeah they don't go into that they don't really explore that the dynamic between the relationship until like the last 20 minutes which i think are like the best part of the movie but still then up to that you've got 50 minutes of kind of uninteresting stuff i like the song the one song i actually don't like the songs in this movie i don't um, even really remember them i didn't like the wedding song i like mm-hmm. victor's little like piano solo or whatever right it sounds nice yeah um but i don't like the the getting ready for the wedding song the one that the lady or not the the spider the widow sings to emily like it kind of oh, yeah. like it's trying to be nightmare before christmas but Henry Selleck directed that one, and he directed that one well. Mm-hmm. This one's just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like those songs. But I like the um, um, skeleton one where it's like, Of course you like that one, yeah. Love that one. I think I, I've listened to that song probably like 50 times. Just, just because it's okay. not not recently, but like in total. Lifetime in my reasons. lifetime. Yeah. Maybe I can look just... Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Oh, I love my Spotify. I don't use Spotify. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anywho. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just, yeah. <laughs> Uninterested in that dynamic, that core dynamic that's supposed to be at the center of the movie. I felt like it was missing. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I love a short movie, but I feel like this one needed more time to get into, or even just to focus on something I, different. I think it could have even been in that same time mm-hmm. spent less time on the families which are unfunny i don't find i don't think this movie's, that's true this movie is giggle. not really funny i didn't chuckle i didn't chuckle at all yeah. and there was a lot of attempts at jokes yeah and they all kind of fell flat oh <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is it is true i'm trying really hard not to hate on this movie i don't know why i feel obligated to like it but i no 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 sure because i really used to like this movie yeah I and thought... i do like it i just yeah I feel like it, there's something more that could be said that isn't fully said. But it's still enjoy- enjoyable to watch, I would say, overall. I enjoyed it because it was short and I had yeah. nostalgia with it. But, right. you know, it's not really interesting or gripping at all. And Victor just kind of says the same thing. Oh, oh, I'm, I need to get... Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes. Like Okay, it, but I kind of understand. I have a limited vocabulary, too, that I just returned to. <laughs> he just has his, he has his phrases. He has his words. Yeah, well, I get that, but I don't get him just, he just complains the whole movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. But the last 20 minutes are pretty good. And when he decides to get with Emily, that's a nice moment. And the piano mm-hmm. moment. A lot of good stuff in there, because that's an interesting dynamic, because, I mean, he starts to kind of go in between. But at the end, she matures. But the character arc isn't set up well mm-hmm. for the first, like, 50 minutes of the movie again. That's my biggest issue with it. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But interesting ideas, interesting mm-hmm. concepts. Yeah, I love the little, like, the tree ring thing. Yeah, I know. I love that. Have you seen all of The Office? It reminded me of an yes, Office I've thing. Yes, I've seen all of The Office. Okay, just making sure. The Office thing. Because, you know, 
Okay, it's I've like seen all of the. Yeah, you know when, um, I almost just called him Ed. When Andy and Angela are getting married and they're at, I think that's so funny. They're at, I think Dwight's. They're at Shrewd Farms yes. and he like, <laughs> low key marries him and Angela instead because they, they they go through. All oh yeah yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Where he's like he stands in as Andy, and then he's like, oh by the way, now we're like actually married. That's kind of the vibe that the tree gave me. It's like, oh, by the by, you didn't yeah. need to do this, but oh, yeah. we married now. Anyway, I think that's so funny. And then when she gets with a politician, yes, that's it's so, so funny. funny. I'm rewatching it for like the third time right now. Yes, because he has it. Because with Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> yes. I love that. Show. I love The Office. Oh, it's so more good. more than Girls Bride. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really like. I really thought I was gonna like it again. I I did like it, but I just found it kind of empty. Yeah, maybe you need to give like it one more try next maybe year. Maybe one time. Maybe sometime. Yeah, but I don't have too much else to say. I don't either, really. Kind of derivative. Just kind of going through the motions of a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the the bare bones template mm-hmm. with none of the. Flesh. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh metaphor. Yeah, I like the ending, kind of. I like when the... Like, that's fun stuff when the, the all the dead people come back and they have interactions with yeah. the people in real life. Like, that's fun stuff. I wish they got a little more into it quicker right. and made that kind of the crux, but... Uninteresting. Like, the relationship between Victor and Victoria, that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Is also uninteresting because they barely develop at all right and you know that's a common thing i mean jack and sally barely barely develop Mm -hmm. at all but i find that interesting yeah um because it's it's a little there's more thematically to work with with how sally's viewpoint and what she's experienced what jack's experience victor and victoria are just kind of archetypes Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, I was trying really hard to like it. it. Yeah. But I kind of see your I see the vision. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. But I do still like it. I even if it is a little bit shallow. I, I hate still the villain too. It. I think it's super cliche and, and really? interesting. Uh, wait, which one? The guy with the butt chin. Oh yeah. Who like yeah. I think some of it's just not well, this might be a personal problem, but not super memorable to me. But I would still watch it again. I'll watch it again next when I'm feeling Maybe that I will too. spooky yeah. little mood in October next year, yeah. you know. Um, but I'd probably give it a f- four out of ten. Closer that to a five. Cool. Closer to a five than a three. Dang. I was going to give it like a six or a seven. Sorry, Marin. Cause we, I talked to her about how much I like that movie. Oh, you're too. so fake. But then I rewatched. Oh, that's so fake. That's not fake because up that... until this point, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Give it a seven for Marin. <laughs> she doesn't Marin. even listen. But she does. She literally would never. And that's know. fine. Yeah. But yeah, so that's it. Do you have a recommendation? <gasps> old. Get the old one. I have a great new one. Okay. Um, but we can do a little groovy news segment. Okay. So this, a couple weeks, two weeks ago now, I was at the Savannah Film Festival, which is done by SCAD, and uh, like an hour drive away from Charleston, Mm -hmm. and I saw some really good movies there, and I just want to talk about how good an experience that was. Yes. Um, Yeah, so 
I, w- I could only go for the weekend, and there was a ton of other movies that were showing that, like, I would have killed to see, like, Poor Things and The Boy and the Heron. I gotta wait another month, a full month, for these movies now. Literally, in a day, it will be a full month until those movies come out. The 8th is when Poor Things comes out, and I'm counting down the days. Yeah. Anyway, and, yeah, but we got to see some big ones. Um, I'll go in order in which I saw them. The first one I saw was the Palme d'Or winning um, film, Anatomy of a Fall. And, uh, oh, you got the I know I got the ticket. Um, cause I'm probably going to put these somewhere at some point, but I saw anatomy of a fall and I really loved it. I really loved it. It was a great start to the festival. I think it was the first really big name movie they were showing. Um, kind of an interesting crime drama. That's also funny too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's showing at the terrace right now, but I don't think I'm going to make it. I, w- I, w- I, w- I wanted to, but they're only yeah. showing it in like the afternoon and we've got school during the day. Right. So I don't think I can make it. But when it comes out on streaming eventually, I definitely recommend it. Um, at points, the court stuff can get a little uninteresting, but some of the best filmmaking of the year. I think the best intro sequence of the year. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Just Dynamite. Good movie. The Thing. But that's Just Halloween. Just looking at some list. Okay, um, yeah. No, carry on. And, yeah, so that was the first one I saw. And then, what was next? I think it was Dream Scenario that night. So this was the big uh, first night event. It was a packed theater. Um, oh, I should mention, I was with a friend of the podcast, Pinatova, because yes. they live in Savannah now. And um, her family had passes to every movie. They had marquee passes, so they could get into any movie. Super expensive, like $500. But Damn. They, they live in the area. Obvious. So it was great seeing them and their movie lovers too. So I watched almost all of these with them. Yeah. Oh, I also went to a talk before Anatomy of a Fall. I knew there was something I was forgetting with um, star of Better Call Saul and in Breaking Bad, uh, Bob Odenkirk. And he talked about his poetry. Yes. Great to see him in person. Super um, fun guy. And a great dad. And his 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 daughter was also very well spoken. Um, yeah, so that was a great talk. And then I went to go see Dream Scenario, which was one of my most anticipated movies ever since I heard about it. I saw it on, I heard about it on Twitter. Nick Cage, um, Ari Aster produced, who directed Bo's Afraid, which is my favorite movie of this year. Mm-hmm. And it, packed theater full of SCAD students. Um, and I had an absolute blast with this one. I think it's a five star. It's one of my favorites of the year. Um, definitely my top five of this year. It's coming out, it was supposed to come out this Friday, but now it's going to come out in December, according to the Terrace website. Okay. So make sure you go check it out. Super yeah. funny, super bizarre, and a little sad, too. Wow, um, my fave. Okay. And Nick Cage is phenomenal, and he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Definitely the biggest laugh. I won't spoil the scene, but I'm what? not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to say a word about it, yeah. but there's like a really out-of-pocket random scene okay. that just happened. And, and this movie's full of random scenes. Near the end of the movie, there's a really out-of-pocket scene that's so funny. Okay. Anyway. Yes. And it has an actor in it that will make you squeal. Okay. Don't, don't scroll down on Letterboxd. Don't look at the actors. Okay. okay. And then the next day, my last day, sadly, already, I saw The Zone of Interest, uh, mm. directed by Jonathan Glazer. Um, who also directed Under the Skin, which is a great movie. Yeah, 
when I first watched it, I didn't know how to think about it at all. But I think it's a good movie now, after, especially after watching mm-hmm. Zone of Interest. Definitely my favorite from the festival. Um, I'm not going to go too into it, but I don't think it's going to be playing here anytime soon. But if you ever have the hankering to watch it, interesting. One of the most fascinating movies of the year. I think it's going to be, I think my favorite movie is still Bo's Afraid. Bo's Afraid from this year. And that's in my top 20. So, mm-hmm. but I think this one's definitely the best of the year. Yeah. <sighs> Tough one, though, to watch. But the soundtrack and everything, amazing. And then I saw, it felt bad because I was giving this movie a chance. I saw this movie called At the Gates um, that was preceded by this film called the Anne Frank Gift Shop short film. And I really despised that short film. Um, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was bland and unfunny. But you know who directed it? Hmm. The guy who wrote the Pitch Perfect books that oh, the movies what? are based on. Yeah. So And he Weird. talked after the movie. Oh. But it sucked. I hated yeah. it. I hated that. And then At the Gates, never heard of it before. I was given it a chance. I could have gone to see Oppenheimer in 35 millimeter film, which is not the like 70 millimeter IMAX, which is the best right. quality, which is like the best theater experience I've ever had. But 35 millimeter is still film, and mm-hmm. I I gave it a chance, and I really didn't like it at all. Um, interesting ideas, but just poor execution, poor acting, mm-hmm. uninteresting. And then I made a prediction, so I gave it a two two stars. And I made a prediction. There's this critic called David Ehrlich, and I was like, he would think this movie is two stars as well. Mm-hmm. Gave it two stars when he saw it. Hey, let's go. I don't know how I made that prediction. I was just like, I know that's like a David Ehrlich two stars, and it's a two star for me as well. Mm-hmm. And then the last movie uh, I saw there was American Fiction um, by writer, first time writer director Cord Jefferson, but he he's wrote, written for. TV shows in the past, and it starred um, um, Jeffrey Wright, and really funny movie, um, some some uninteresting melodrama stuff in there for most of the movie, but it's a really funny movie, and there's parts where it gets really creative, and I think that they're showing this at the Terrace in December, okay. and I would recommend seeing it, but yeah, that's the film festival. I did such an amazing time. I think Savannah is a beautiful city. I love Savannah. I love Savannah. Yes. And I, th- I think SCAD is a great community. And all the students seem very invested in it. A lot of good conversations I overheard. Mm-hmm. And I was in the front row. for Because I showed up like 45 minutes before each of these. So I could get good seats. And we were in like the front row. which f- And they were in huge theaters too. First film festival experience like ever. Mm-hmm. And that was just a great time. And I hope to do it again next year. Yes. Yeah. Super fun. Yes. <laughs> so fun. I love Savannah. I know it's a beautiful city. It's and it's so just beautiful. it's like Charleston Plus. It really is. It's kinda of, it's kinda of better. But it's kinda of not. But it kinda of is. I think it's better because I've lived we've lived here our whole lives. That's true. Switch it up, switch it up. Switch it but up. yeah. Um You got any groovy news? Do I? The FNAF movie sucked. I don't want to talk about it too much, but it sucked. Oh, yeah. What have I been... Oh, I've been so off my letterbox grind. I haven't been... Well, I've been absolutely on it. Oh, okay. Uh, Recently... Oh, I've been... We've been on a Martin Scorsese kick. Oh, that's true. That's true. Me and Ruby saw The Last Waltz the other night. Yes. And it was really good. And then Killers of the Flower Moon, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Really good movie. It gets better the more I think about it. It was really... I enjoyed it. Um, and... And... Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think of some other. I had something yeah. I wanted to talk about, but I completely forget it. Oh. Oh, our little applause battle. Oh. <laughs> so in our school newspaper, me and Ruby were both asked to do the trivia mm-hmm. section, and um, it was about horror movies. <laughs> my specialty. Uh-huh. So my score, disappointingly for myself, there's a couple of those answers that I was like, I should have got. <laughs> right. Um, I got a 7 out of 10. And Ruby got a... I got a 2 <laughs> out of 10, which is 2 better than I thought I was going to do. Hey, so there you go. But, a um, win is a win to me. Yeah, Ruby had funnier answers. But she did put this Oscar-winning movie, whatever, <laughs> and she put Heartburn. And I was like, yes, you know, sir, you know my Heartburn. My favorite little Oscar movie. There you, you know. Go. You know. Um, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else to say. I don't think I do either. I watched this movie called Scar- Martin Scorsese movie called Bringing Out the Dead the other day, and I really liked it. Yes. No, I was, <laughs> I've been talking. I'm going to be a Scorsese fan. I think I you really will be. I really am. I'm oh, a- and then last night, I watched No Hard Feelings, which oh, I... Oh, and I saw your, yeah. Thoroughly your hated. Yes. Thoroughly hated. And I think I'm the only person I know, besides Law, actually. Yeah. Who really hated that movie. Interesting. I haven't seen it. Don't watch. It's not worth your time at all. Really? I kind of want to watch this to know what side I stand on. It's just it's so not divisive. funny, and it just feels bad. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. That's about all I have to. Say. Oh, I also watched this movie called The White Ribbon. Oh. The other okay. day by Michael Hanukkah or Mikhail. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did a uh, Benny's video, which we talked about here a while ago. Yeah. And <sighs> I. I, I was interested because the guy, the main actor from The Zone of Interest talked about, because he starred in that movie, that movie oh, as well. okay. And they had a Q&A with him after, mm-hmm. and he talked about how important that movie was and the thematic connections there, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, but like a really tough movie to watch. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I we got to get into our recommendations. Yes. I'll let Ruby go first. With... I feel like you're not going to like it. It's super classic. Like, everyone has seen it. Have I seen it? Yes. Okay. Should I find one that you haven't seen? No, you can It's, do like, one. extremely. Like How recent did I watch it? Not recently. Okay, I'm fine with that. Because it's really, this is really just selfish. Like, I just have been meaning to watch it. Okay, that's it, so. fine. Okay. I'll do it. Go it's ahead. Dead Poets Society. All right, I'll do Dead Poets Society. Okay. <laughs> I, no. just, I knew it. I knew you No, like I like it. that movie, too. Okay. Oh, no, I do like oh. that movie. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm picking The Beguiled. By Sofia Coppola from oh, 2017. She has so- Priscilla. Yeah, yes, okay. and I don't like her as a director, but I've never oh, really? seen this one. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, I love the version Suicide, though. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank <laughs> you sure for listening. Great. Stay yes. tuned for next episode. Happy Halloween.